Welcome to Align Your Day. I'm Jenna, and I'm so excited to bring you this series, merging the power of self-love, self-growth, and mindset work with practical productivity and scheduling techniques. I hope that this episode reminds you of the queen you are from the inside out, helps you accomplish your goals with ease, and own your everyday. Now, whether you're drinking your favorite morning cold brew on your daily drive or winding down, I hope this helps you tap into your inner mind, body, and soul and align with your own flow. Let's get into it, babe. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to Align Your Day, babe. This is Jenna. I'm so happy you're here and I'm so excited to share the topic in this episode. This episode, we're going to be talking about the five personality patterns. And basically, the personality pattern is a behavioral response to stress that um, you've used in the past. So it's typically formed um, a certain age range in childhood and your body and your physiology was like, oh, okay, I was in this really stressful situation when I was a kid and it was too much to bear to be fully present and fully you know, process it. So I used one of these responses, one of these patterns, and it worked for me. And so now, you know, as an adult, 20, 30 years later, you're like, oh, your body's still using that same pattern because it figured it worked in the past, so it's gonna use it now. But really, when it comes to stepping into and being your own queen of your life, your own main character, dropping the people-pleasing tendencies, dropping the shoulds or the mold of what you know you think you should have did in order to fit in or in order to feel worthy, and really stepping into your own power, um, the key to that is realizing, okay, what past patterns have I had that are not serving me now, that I don't need because I'm not a two, three, eight-year-old girl who's trying to allow herself to not feel and to not process something that's super difficult. So um, so we're going to be talking about the personality patterns today. And whenever it comes to like understanding a certain pattern you've had or a certain response you had, I just want to remind you to bring in compassion, to bring in compassion and curiosity. This is not meant to shame yourself for having a certain pattern or for having a certain response. This response, like the response you've had for the majority of your life when it comes to dealing with stress, you know, that response is your physiology used it because it was it it worked. It was a way to keep you safe and to keep you um, from not feeling so overwhelmed from the experience that was happening at that time period. So give yourself compassion, give yourself grace. And um, the more that you do that, you won't have built up, like you won't add more resentment to yourself um, for doing a certain pattern. And you also, you know, you won't have the tendency to want to like be mad at your past self because you did XYZ things when you realize, no, babe, it was actually literally part of your physiology to do so. Um, it wasn't, it's not conscious, it's very subconscious. And you starting to bring awareness to these patterns is the first step to changing them. So I invite you to bring in awareness, curiosity, and compassion today when it comes to talking about these patterns. And I hope that this is really insightful for you. So um, I'm going to go through the five patterns and 
like I said, these are not you. Okay, these are this is not a personality test. This they're called personality patterns, but they are literally just different behavioral responses you have during stress. So typically, uh, people will have like one to two primary patterns, primary uh, behavior patterns. And so I just ask you to get curious about. Hmm, which one sounds like me? And wow, I wonder who I would be if I were to handle stress in perhaps a healthier way and allow myself to shift out of this pattern a bit. And if you're really wanting to explore that version of you further, then I encourage you to um, to really check out the link in bio or DM me on Instagram for a one-to-one coaching and we could definitely get a package rolling for you, babe. But anyways, so um, let's get into it. So the first pattern is the leaving pattern. And like I said, these patterns are formed typically um, at different age ranges in, in childhood, but they could also form later on in life as well if you if someone has a traumatic experience in adolescence or as they were growing older, right? It just kind of depends. Um, but typically there's one to two primary ones and they form at different stages of childhood. So the leaving pattern is the first pattern and it's Basically, it's formed from about when you were when you were literally in your mother's womb growing uh, until you're about six months of age. So this pattern is the 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 pattern is literally to disassociate um, and the stress response is disassociation and not being fully present in your body. So during times of stress, perhaps things are things should setting the fan at work. You have like 5000 things to do. You're like, oh, my gosh, is this what I even want to do? And then like suddenly all the stress responses come through um in that time if you know that your response is to like disassociate basically to just you know leave your body and just stick into like your headspace and maybe just try to um take yourself almost like imagination or not think about what's actually present and fully stressing you out um so if your pattern is to disassociate and not be present in your body um that is the leaving pattern and this pattern like i said typically formed six uh from womb to about six months of age and it's formed if something uh traumatic happens to either the mother while she was carrying you in the womb or something traumatic happens when you're really really little um but for example one of my clients who has a leaving pattern i forgot exactly what she had told me but basically i think it it, something was like her mother the doctor had said that her mother might have a super difficult pregnancy when it comes to giving birth to my now client. And so um, that caused obviously a lot of stress in the mother's uh, nervous system. And that also then obviously caused a lot of dysregulation in my client's nervous system when she was growing up um, in the womb, right? And so when we have those experiences come up when we're really little and still getting used to being in our bodies, it can almost create a pathway of like, it's not safe to be fully present in our body. And that's what creates the, the pattern to disassociate. So if you feel like during times of stress, you're not present, you're not grounded in your body, like taking deep breaths will not work for you. You'll just stick in your head energy. You'll just stick in your mind. Um, then most likely that, you know, you could possibly have a leaving pattern. And what's really going to be transformational and beneficial for you 
is to get more in touch with your body, to get more in touch with your senses, to remind yourself it's safe to be present in your body. Um, And these are all things we can work on in one-to-one coaching in much, much more detail, much more detailed exercises, but I'm just giving you like little tips and tricks right now. Um, But even something you can start to do is, you know, go in the shower and just allow yourself to feel the water as it's dripping on your body and reminding yourself it's safe to feel, it's safe to be present. What are the sensations I'm feeling on different parts of my body? body and just building that muscle because for so long perhaps you've had the pattern to like I said to like almost want to leave your body and not be present in the now um this could also another thing could also be like you wanting to like take naps if you're really really stressed I know that's one of my clients as well she said you know if if she's hitting the fan she's like I just gotta like I'm not gonna do anything and I'm just gonna take a nap and like disassociate that could also be a pattern and you know there it just it's important to realize okay is this useful now right what part of this pattern is is not useful now and with the next version of yourself you know the you that you're imagining being the star of your life the goddamn queen of your life right would she be doing this pattern and would she be doing it in the way that's currently being done um and if not right it's just about gaining awareness of it and and then starting to heal that right um so that's the first pattern The second pattern is the merging pattern. And this pattern can form from about one to 18 months. And so um, this pattern can form when we have either a depriving ill or left parent and the kid is feeling quite tense when it comes to perhaps they're like, they're getting hungry and they're getting upset and the parent's not meeting their needs. So this can lead to a pattern during stress of feeling like you always need to get your meet your needs met um, through another person. This could also be reflected if perhaps you find yourself as being more um, of an anxious attachment style. And I'm so happy to do a podcast on attachment styles as well. But um, this pattern can definitely, like I said, it comes out during times of stress. You, It's really hard to meet your own needs. You feel like you need to get your needs met through someone else. Um, and you know that's it that's why it's really important for this pattern to really ask yourself you know what do you need how can you start to provide that for yourself how can you start to be your own best friend in little ways and then building up to bigger ways um when it comes to like relationship owning you know owning your worth speaking about what you really want to do about owning your passions right um so that's like excuse me that's one of the patterns the merging pattern and like I said that's typically if we have parents who perhaps are not meeting our needs in the way that we really need to when it comes to literally growing as a young young baby from one to 18 months um that can lead you to to the having the stress response of like oh my gosh I need to find someone to fulfill to fulfill my needs like ASAP and and so it kind of comes into that spiral right so that's one of the other ones the third pattern and I find this pattern very um What's it called? I actually, okay, these patterns, these are technically not two separate patterns, but they're two different sides of like one pattern. So like I said, the merging pattern is when you're always trying to get your, get your needs met through someone else. Then the twofold side to this, like the flip side to this pattern is the compensating pattern, compensating merging pattern, it's called technicalities. Um, but basically this happens when there's a parent who is very, very smothering towards the child. Um, and typically the parent does this because they're trying to have the child, you know, give them the love that the parent is craving. 
basically the parent is trying to get the validation out of the child and the parent is trying to get their needs met through the child rather than allowing them to be the parent and give the needs to the child, if that makes sense. Like think about you as the child. If you found that your parent was trying to get their needs met through you, then perhaps that could have led to this pattern now. And basically this pattern would show up if like, if you're feeling really, really stressed or anxious, then you feel like you need to always go save or rescue someone else or be that, be the rock or the hero or the savior for someone else. Um, that could be your pattern during times of stress. And it's really, it's important for you. Honestly, both of those patterns, the merging and compensating merging, like I said, they're kind of um, categorized into one, but both of those like flip sides of the same pattern, they're both healed by understanding what are your needs and are you meeting them? Because in both cases, you're not meeting your own needs. You're either trying to get them met through someone else by having someone else be your rescuer or you're trying to rescue someone else and you're um, basically forgetting your own needs. So during times of stress, how can you remember that you are the star of your life you are the queen of your life. You need to honor yourself first so that you can give to others and so that you can receive from others from a more empowered place. So that's um, the second pattern. Then we have the enduring pattern. And this pattern is typically formed from about 18 months till about three years. Um, and this pattern can form if, and like I said, this is I, I say this like very bluntly, but I know that I don't want you to think that, oh, my parents were bad people because they were behaving in this way. And our, we are, our parents had their own traumas that they were dealing with, right? So it's just a matter of coming at this with, like I said, compassion and curiosity. But this pattern can typically form if we have intrusive, you know, dominating parents who really start to suppress um, our own expression as a child. So um, basically, we were taught that emotions, if you have this pattern, you most likely, more likely than not, were taught that like emotions weren't safe or you shouldn't express your emotions in the household. Um, and so it can lead you to feeling quite stuck now when it comes to when you're stressed because you feel like you don't have an outlet to express yourself or you don't even know what your full feelings are um, if you're really stressed because it was never safe for you to express that in the past. So um, the enduring pattern is basically your pattern during stress is just to keep everything in, right? Not express yourself, like forget your own emotions, just take everything in and just Essentially, it's easy to, um, like if you find yourself blaming yourself, um, if, you're, if you're feeling really stressed and you like blame things on yourself all the time, um, or you feel like, you know, you have to be a people pleaser in order to just not rock the boat. Like if not rocking the boat is a really key thing for this pattern. If in the past as a child, you know, you didn't want to rock the boat when it comes to the family situation and you didn't want to express yourself fully, you didn't want to express yourself fully then that can show up now in times of stress of like you not expressing your needs, you just wanting to basically um, make sure everybody's feeling okay, be, being a people pleaser and you taking it all in. Um, I know it kind of sounds like the compensating pattern, but it's 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 a bit different because like I said, this pattern has a lot to do with like emotional expression and like reminding yourself that it is okay to take up space, right? It's okay to express yourself. It's okay to take up space. It's okay to, um, you know, to show up fully and to explore your emotional depth, right? So those are all keys when it comes to the enduring pattern. 
you do not need to keep it all in. You do not need to keep it all in. You don't need to shove things in. You know, you can express yourself and allow yourself to continue to express yourself to other people, to yourself, etc. And really big thing with this, what I would work on with you as a client is emotional release exercises. Understanding A, what emotion are you even feeling and allowing yourself to healthy, to, um, to channel that emotion, aka to flow that emotion out of you in a healthy way that will allow you to not feel stuck and to allow you to express yourself in healthier ways so that you don't feel like you have to be a people pleaser or um, stuff things in and, and not worry about your own needs and your own expression. Um, so that's the enduring pattern. Fourth pattern is the aggressive pattern. So this is typically formed between two and a half and three years of age. Um, and and so basically during that time period when we're a kid, from like I said, from about two and a half to three years of age, it's really important that we're able to create our own boundaries as a little kid growing up, right? So if you think about like, the, people say like the terrible twos, like as kids, like having the terrible twos, but it's basically just when you're when kids are realizing like their power more and that they can start to test their own boundaries and see oh what what's going to be okay for mom and dad like what's going to be okay for me to do what's not going to be okay for me to do um based on mom and dad's boundaries that they're going to have for me right so um so basically like the aggressive pattern can form if um parents basically do not allow their kid to test their own boundaries um you know, either they're super, super authoritative and like the kids, the kid can't do anything or it can either either be really flip side and like the parents let the kid do whatever and the kid doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, like if I cross this boundary, like are my parents actually going to be here for me? Like if I want to jump in the pool and like, are they going to be there for me? Right. So it can kind of go twofold. It could, it could either come from the parents being so authoritative and not letting the kid test any of their boundaries or the parents being almost absent and the kid feeling like they can't even trust that their parents are going to be there for them if they cross a boundary that's, you know, maybe unsafe for them or something. So this can lead you to feeling like you almost have you almost have to do everything on your own um because in the past that's how you know that's how it might have felt when you were a kid in that age growing up. So it's almost like an inability to trust the world or just trust others um and feeling like you need to do things on your own. Um And so it can also just sometimes lead you to feeling quite lonely at times of stress. Um, Like you're great at handling, you're probably great at like handling and getting shit done when it comes to stressful times because like you do it all and you're like, if I'm just going to trust me to do it all. Um, But really, you know, this could, this could allow you transformation in this area to deepen your relationships because I'm sure when you're stressed, you know, deep, deep down, you want to open up to someone. You want someone to have your back. You want someone to take some of the weight off of your shoulders, right? And so what's really important with this pattern is to realize you can trust others. You can build that trust. You can let go of that burden a bit and you don't and you shouldn't have to do it all by yourself. So um, if you find that your stress response is to, you know, do things by yourself, to take initiative, to not trust others, you know, this is really where some healing could be when it comes to the aggressive pattern. Um, And then lastly, we have the rigid pattern. So this pattern is typically about three and a half to five years old. And this is um, a very important time period for children to start to make their own decisions, to start to trust themselves, trust their own decision making. Um, And and so if during this time, basically the stress, um, this pattern can form if during that time period, um, 
your parents are quite rule-bound, like they're a little bit overprotective or a little bit over-involved, almost like smothering to the point where you can't make your own decisions. Perhaps your parents really, really like to follow like a very specific like rules and you can't break those rules. Um, and so this can lead you to, during times of stress, feeling like you can't trust yourself and feeling like it's almost impossible to make a decision. Um, and you feel like you need to control as much as you can when you're really stressed so that nothing feels like out of order because if, if something's out of order, you might need to make a decision and that's super scary. Um, so like I said, just bringing curiosity of like, hmm, is this me, right? Just gentle curiosity. Um, and so what was I going to say? Yeah, so it's just... And sometimes if you find yourself like almost needing to be like super busy all the time, um, but you're you're almost like lacking like a deeper, you know, there's something deeper in life or just deeper connection you're wanting with others or with yourself, but like you're always busy and you're always trying to get things done. You know, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong. You're not broken. It's just a matter of looking back at this pattern and asking, hmm, you know, were my, did my, were my parents quite overprotective? Were they... Were they pretty rule bound? Maybe this would be a chance for me to explore. Okay, how can I start to trust myself more? And this, what's really important with this pattern as well is to begin to develop and trust your own intuition. Basically, like that own little, basically trusting your own little nudges of like, hmm, does this feel right for you? Does this decision feel right for you? Does it feel like it's the right choice? Are you getting a bad feeling about it? Um, or I don't know, just like. It's, it's literally just like building that self-trust um, and building that intuition. And it's there's very nuanced ways that you can start to do that. Um, but just start with little decisions, right? Like give yourself a time, like one, two, three, I need to pick this meal order like now and that's it. And that's all I'm going to pick, right? Start with little decisions and then work your way up because your mind can start to build evidence that it, it's safe to make decisions. It's safe to make my own decisions. You know, perhaps make a challenge where you don't ask someone else for their advice in making a decision like, I don't know, like twice a week or something like that. Like you don't ask someone else and you just start to make it for yourself. Little baby incremental things. Um, so that's also really important when it comes to the rigid pattern. Um, so yeah, those are the five patterns. And like I said, it's just a matter of getting curious about, okay, which sound like me? Which, which stress responses sound like me? And I wonder who I could be if I were to handle stress in perhaps a more beneficial way. And if I were to transform from, um, you know, from my current pattern into a version of myself that didn't feel like she needed to do um, or, or have those certain responses and really was more, not even, not, not better, but just like more healed, right? Um, I wonder who that version of you would be. And so, yeah, like I said, if you're ready to meet her, definitely book a one-to-one -one coaching package and we can work on this with you. If you're like, I know I have these one or two patterns and I want to work on them so I can really ignite my passions, so I can be my own queen, so I can know that I'm creating a life that I want versus just following a mold of what I've been given or what I think I should have done. Um, that I really encourage you to, yeah, to DM me and I'm so happy or book or check out the show notes and I'm so happy to work with you. But I hope that this provided you some insights and just some tips and tricks. And really, I hope that this provided you with the first step in changing anything, which is awareness. The second you're aware of something, then you can start to change it. If you're not aware of something, then how are you 
going to change it, right? Like if you didn't know your shoes were untied, then how would you know to go tie them, right? So it's just a matter of like, I hope that this plays a little bit of awareness and that um, it'll instigate or inspire you to move forward in transforming this. And I wonder just who you could be on the other side of this transformation. Um, but I hope that this helps. If you love this episode, please leave a review. I'll talk to you so soon. Bye.